Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Rio for you, Professional Wrestling. Your current reign-defending, undisputed, American Stunning Churchill Cup champion, Stunning Sean, alongside my co-host, David the Smart Mark. And yes, David, I crushed the Canadian 4-2, so the cup stays on Radio Free Professional Wrestling. So I guess I can stay on the show now after you said I had to win. You did have to win, mate. Um, yeah, I'm glad you did. With all due respect to Matthew, um, love him to bits, but it, it's not right it leaves this podcast. I can take it just about you you having the cup, but it, it shouldn't leave the elements of this rather wonderful podcast. So, no, I'm glad you are, and I, I'm now waiting for you, because um, it's only a matter of time before it comes home. Well, this is the longest reign for the American Honda Cup, so you know what they say, <laughs> yeah. all good things come to an end. It is actually, it is one of your longest reigns. I, I hadn't thought of that, but I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to you about 12 hours after the so-called biggest Raw Mania <laughs> ever. And ladies mm. and gentlemen, spoiler mm. alerts, we're not too happy campers about this Raw. I think the biggest anti-climax, the crowd was disappointing, which you can't blame them with what they were presented. I was disappointed with the whole show. I can't recall anything that cheered me up. Um, including the opening segment, which everyone raved about. Um, I, I, no, it wasn't for me, and it was a return. After a WrestleMania that wasn't quite as bad as maybe expected, let's put it nicely, it was just like, but all right, yeah, we've had your money, we've, we've sold out Dallas, we're going to go back to the, um, to the important bits of ruining wrestling. Well, before we review Night 2 of WrestleMania, and a Raw after WrestleMania. Let's give you a little bit of a control center and bring you up to date on the news of the week. This is your Radio Free Pro Wrestling Control Center. All the wrestling news you need to know. Okay, David. It is reported that WWE producer Pat Buck has resigned from the company after this weekend's WrestleMania in this news story I get from WrestlingNews.co, he is cited as saying that he wants to spend more time with his family and he has achieved everything that he wanted to do as a producer. We wish him well in his future endeavors. <laughs> do we? Yes, we do. Um, yeah, we do. Um, I don't blame him for getting out, particularly after last night's um, absolute monstrosity of a TV program. Yeah, good luck, Pat Buchanan. Um, uh, yeah. I don't blame you for getting out, sir. We already been talking about how bad Monday Night Raw was, but the people in the stadium got a dart match of Kevin Owens yeah. versus Cody Rhodes. At least they got yeah, I happy. Mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, one thing that Kevin Owens tried last night was to be a heel. He tried it against Austin. But at the end of the day, he's far too clever and funny to be a total heel, and that was proved last night. I'm going to talk about that when we re- review Raw. Because it was one of the few moments that didn't have me reaching for a bucket. Well, it did, but for different reasons. Didn't have me wanting to smash my TV in. Um, yeah, they, they wrestled. Obviously, Cody is a prominent part. We, we found that out last night. And if he's next in line, or he's going to be in line very, very soon, the way they hotshot things, then, you know, so be it. At least he can, you know, he'll give Roman someone to wrestle with. Exactly. Now, the WWE is reporting that WrestleMania 38 is their highest grossing, most attended event in company history. Over the two nights, they, quote, saying, had 152 to 156,000 people. I don't know what. 
grossing I can get, I get, yeah, because you and I suppose the attendance record, yeah, because it's two nights and you add, I would say realistically about sixty thousand in both nights, sixty to seventy thousand in both nights. But you know what they, you know, everything's bigger in Texas, isn't it? Exactly. When he announced those numbers, I was trying to think back to WrestleMania twenty seven. What did he announce the attendance there at? Yeah. And I feel like they were around where we were at WrestleMania 27, where they said we were like 65, 66,000 people. And our arena probably has about 70,000 seats in it. I mean, the beauty of it was for both nights it looked full. So that's, you know, they could get away with it. And and, and let's face it, they're notorious for, um, shall we say, tinkering with the figures. Exactly. They are good about buffing the numbers so it looks impressive. And of course you get that. WrestleMania pop for defense go, yay, we broke the record. Yeah, I mean, pinch of salt required. Well, apparently the best match of the week was from Ray of Honor. It's the tag team match, the Bristles versus FTR. Except for one former WCW announcer, Mark Madden, <laughs> kind of got into a Twitter war with Dax Harwood about said match. Now, if you didn't know who Mark Madden was, he was a commentator for WCW. <laughs> In the dying days of WCW, and I have no love for this person. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's not exactly a major personality within the industry, is it? Oh dear. Yeah, and his argument was that the um, WWE selling however many tickets and grossing however much money was more important than the FTR versus Briscoes, which they're totally cheese and chalk points. At the end of the day. You said it's about the best match over the weekend. And and I can't see anyone realistically arguing. The only other match I saw that rivaled it didn't take place over the weekend, but it was premiered over the weekend, which was Cara Noir versus Jonathan Gresham, because Progress um, premiered Chapter 130 over the weekend on their on-demand service. It's now on the network as well, mate. And I watched that, and that... Cara Noir versus Jonathan Gresham, Chapter 130, rivaled FTR versus the Briscoes, but it wasn't better. And obviously it didn't take place over the weekend. It was just broadcast over the weekend for the first time. Okay, so our next news story, I'm going to put a disclaimer in here because these are some alleged allegations. Over the weekend, Kimberly, probably best known from Impact Wrestling and her run there, has stated that her husband, one half of MSK, has done some domestic violence to her back a year ago, punching her in the mouth. She has posted pictures of her face after said event on her Twitter. Now, if these allegations are true, they are despicable, and he should be released as soon as possible. I'm, I'm looking at it now as, as we speak. Obviously, I was aware of this. I think I sent it to you in one of the, the, the ways. And, and the way she's written this... Hey, WWE NXT, this is my face after your tag champion at NASCAR WWE got wasted and hit me so hard, he split my lip open. Now, there is, in the images, some facial damage. There, it's not, I've seen worse. Let's put it like this, to give you a comparison if you haven't seen it, Bianca Belair's eye on Raw last night was much, much worse than anything you can see on here. Not that I'm condoning anything here. I'm just trying to get some perspective and some picture here. Now, I agree with you, Sean, obviously, if this is the case, and for her to go public about it is, is a very brave move in more ways than one. If, you know, this is the case, he should never get a wrestling company again. You know, um, so 
Radio Free Pro Wrestling um, doesn't condone anything like this. And obviously, we have to say at the moment, he has not, at the time of recording, he has not given any sort of answer or defense to this, to the best of our knowledge. Okay, so if he does provide his side of the story, we will share it with you on next week's episode of Radio Free Professional Wrestling. Stay tuned as we keep covering this story. And that has been your Radio Free Control Center. It's time for the stunning six questions. All of the whys and what have they done now? Hopefully, Sean and David can make sense of it. Okay, David, first stunning question of the day. Which of the three events that we watched over the course of the weekend was your favorite event? Well, we, we reviewed... Are you, you putting WrestleMania into one event, are you sure? Okay, so your choices are RLH, Supercar of Honor. You can pick night one or night two of WrestleMania or the Raw after WrestleMania. You have four options. Right, no, Supercard of Honor. It's a simple question. It's a simple question with a simple answer. Supercard of Honor was far superior to any other wrestling event I watched this weekend. David, I would agree with you. It was my favorite event of the week, and I literally put up a Twitter poll on Radio Free PW. If you're not following us on Radio Free PW, go over to Twitter and give us a follow, please. And surprisingly, our choice of Supercar Honor did not receive one vote. Night 2 of WrestleMania ran away with my poll, with 57% of those responding like Mania Night 2. Okay, am I missing something here? Because um, has there been sort of like a lorry load of drugs fallen in simultaneous places in the world? Have the price of beer gone down considerably? Um, I don't see that at all. I don't because I thought night one was better than night two. I would agree with you. Night one had more of the professional wrestling that we enjoyed. Night two was more of the so-called sports entertainment. And it had moments, but it wasn't as good as night one was. No, nowhere near it for me. Okay, so speaking of the Raw after WrestleMania, we did get a debut. Elias is back, but he's not Elias. <laughs> he is playing a Chris Park version here for WWE, and he's oh. the younger brother of Elias. He is called Ezekiel. So what do you think of Ezekiel? Oh, mate, well, you know what? I mean, it's a rhetorical question. This was This was dumb. This made dumb look dumb. Whoever booked this is the dickhead's dickhead. It was awful. I mean, Owens wanted a laugh for it. Owens is trying to maintain a heel persona, and he wanted a laugh. And he came out with a couple of couple of um, good moments, which made the crowd laugh. So therefore, he loses his heel persona because he's, he's made the crowd laugh. Because the crowd are with, with Owens, thinking this is dumb. This is really dumb. Of all nights to do that, they did it in front of that audience. And and it just... I mean, I, I was genuinely wanting to switch off after the Cody promo. But once this came out, I was like, what is the point? What is going... I genuinely actually thought, what is going on here? I, unlike a lot of people, recognised him when he came out. I know a lot of people said because of the change in clothes, trunks and hair and what have you, and they didn't recognise him. But I did. And I wished I had. I really wished I had. Oh, it was awful. Absolutely goddamn awful, Sean. Okay, they have stripped down everything that was cool about Elias and given him a basically a generic wrestler. Like, if you were on WWE 2K22, you could create this guy about five minutes. And this new presentation of Elias, I feel sorry for him because I feel like it's DOA. He couldn't talk, whereas the previous Elias could talk. He had, a, you know, he, he did a good promo. This guy last night was was whether it's part of the gimmick, I don't know. Uh, but it was no, it was it was complete tosh. 
Okay, stunning question number three for the week. Cody Rose made his Monday Night Raw debut last night and cut a traditional Cody Rose promo where he takes a long and winding road to tell you that his reason to come back to WWE is because he wants to do the one thing that his father couldn't do and be WWE champion. Now, I got a feeling I know how you felt about this promo, but do you have anything good to say about this promo? Right, if they'd have halved it, you absolutely bang on when you said he, he drew the point. I've got no issue with him. With him, I, I, well, I have, but I haven't. Um, him coming out first, I think it was a good idea. The crowd were with him, and then he just bored the living out of me. Uh, me personally, I know I'm I'm alone. I'm not, you know, I know a majority of people um actually enjoyed it. I found it tedious, but I like the fact that he's potentially the next challenger because. Cody had match of the weekend for the WWE with Seth. And they brought Seth out again. And even though I don't like the Seth character with all the laughing, the yee-hawing, although the way he conducted the crowd last night I quite enjoyed on his walk-in, the fact that he teased and then he went welcome home and got out and you left, you were left wondering what his real intentions are. Yeah, Cody is the next challenger. I don't mind. Okay, so my next standing question for you, standing question number four for the week what do you think of Edge's new stable that is forming cause back on WrestleMania Night 2? The best match that we thought was going to happen was AJ Styles versus Edge. It was a good match, but they had an awful ending when Damian Freeze comes out and helped Edge win the match. So apparently Damian Freeze is the new henchman to Edge. And oh, by the way, Brody King went to Twitter and said this yeah. is a poor man's copy of the House of Black. Yeah, I, I saw that, and uh, that made me that made me chuckle. And to a degree, Brody's got a point. However, I don't dislike Damian Priest being put in with Edge as sort of like Edge's muscle mind or what have you. Um, I did quite enjoy the "We Don't Care" chant at him last night when, when because that came from the heart. It was genuinely "We don't care." Um, Damien, you're going to have to, you know, we just really don't care what you do. And he handled it okay, to be fair to him. But, yeah, I ain't got a problem with it. See where it goes. Only quite simply because it's Edge, and Edge is still one of the few things watchable about WWE TV. Now, a side note to this question, I felt like Edge had the coolest entrance over WrestleMania weekend as he rose up on that throne surrounded by fire, and he almost ate a fireball to the face there, if you remember. <laughs> he did, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he did. Almost, um, it almost was like the Undertaker getting set on fire. Um, yeah, um, yeah, it was, um, it was a pretty hairy. No pun intended for a moment there. Okay, so studying question number five for you. What do you think about the crowd from the Raw after WrestleMania? Because they were trying to be that hardcore WrestleMania yep. Raw crowd, but man, they died a death here because they didn't get anything good to watch on that Raw. Yeah, I think you've summed it up, mate. I think you really have. You've done it again. You've um, you've almost answered your own question um, in, in within your question. The the crowd wanted to be a, a Raw after Mania crowd. They obviously had the elements to make it a Raw after Mania crowd. What they got was a very, very, very disappointing product in front of them that didn't give them a lot to react to. You know, even stuff like, as I just mentioned, the Damien Priest, we don't care chant, which was quite funny, actually. I, I sat and giggled at that. But Damien Priest handled it okay. And then they just went, yeah, all right, and sat on their hands. Yeah, it was... You know, you can't polish a turd, and that show last night was a turd. And the crowd, you know, even though they're the, genuinely the, normally the best raw crowd of the year, were just like, right, okay, this is what we got in front of me. How do you want us to react to that? We can't react to that. And, and that's what happened. 
Okay, six and final stunning question of the week. Overall, where would you rank this WrestleMania in the history of WrestleManias? Oh, wasn't expecting that. Right, I'm looking at social media. People are quite enthusing about this WrestleMania. My actual overall view, it was slightly better than I anticipated, but I didn't anticipate much of a high beam, if that makes sense. I would say it's in bottom 10%. Um, it was too stupid particularly night two there were some poor matches in there you look at a couple that disappointed which for me were charlotte and and um ronda rousey and the main event of night two disappointed i didn't i, I didn't have a problem with the finish it's the finish was what i expected but it disappointed me all right roman's arm injury didn't help um you know and for him to get through that he obviously had quite the, the pictures that have come out have shown it to be pretty hideous so that's some alleviation of, of that but the stupidity on night two Vince McMahon the mousetrap I know you know all the jackass stunts in from the movie I felt sorry for Sami Zayn I really really did we discussed it on the pod for when we did the review Sami Zayn should win because he's a professional wrestler over Johnny Knoxville for all the stunts the wee man in, intervention and that turn me off tremendously sure david i'm gonna put this wrestlemania probably in the bottom half of all the wrestlemanias in the history of wrestlemania it's not as bad as wrestlemania the one time they were in las vegas where they had the um, roman theme wrestlemania i'll say it's a step or two above that one but it's nowhere near wrestlemania 19 where you had rock versus hogan just no 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 but this is the thing they've got no huge stars i mean to make night one a success they had to bring austin back bless him you know and then utilize him again on night two and that backfired so no it was very disappointing in in, in that in that respect of, of placing it in in wrestlemania's however it still wasn't quite as bad as i expected and that was mainly due to and i can't believe i'm saying this bianca belair versus becky and seth versus um cody and the main event on the the first night there was nothing on night two that because edge because edge aj like you said disappointed slightly that was the one thing i was looking forward to on night two and when that didn't deliver it was like oh right and and there you go. Uh, that that's my take on it. I'm sorry if that's got people, you know, throwing things at their smartphones. But you know, it wasn't for me this mania. Ladies and gentlemen, that is your study six questions for the week. Now we're gonna go back and review night two of WrestleMania. Do we have to? Okay, night okay. two of WrestleMania started off with probably one of the best moments of the night as Triple H. We hear his music, he walks down to the ring, he does his whole Triple H entrance, and he says, Welcome to WrestleMania! And he faints the crowd, he leaves his boots in the ring. Very emotional moment, but we get off to a good start. Well, we get off to a traditional start. Um, there wasn't, you know, any warbler, you know, yeah, yeah. i got no issue with that. Triple H deserves that moment, you know, get on with it. Okay, so our first match of night two was the three-way for the Raw tag team title match as we have the street profits versus alpha academy versus rk bro and no surprise here rk bro retains the title yeah again spot fest didn't enjoy it um you can see why they put it out first to get the crowd all excited the most positive thing i can say of the match it was the right result in that there's no other one seemed to take it off rk bro and i'm glad that I'm glad, i can't believe a team were riddling it i'm saying that but i'm glad at least randy orton's got some gold well 
The match ends with two of the best RKO's I have seen in a while. As you see Matt Real leap up onto the top rope and get Montez forward while Randy Orton catches, I want to say Chad Gable in the other one. I think it was, mate. Yeah, I think it was. To me, you were two for two. And we're going into the next match. <laughs> and it's Bobby Lashley versus Almost. Luckily, the right person won this match, but this match did not need to be on WrestleMania Night 2. It could have been on, like, Night 1 pre-show. Oh, boy, it shouldn't have been on there. You brought Lashley back. Um, He's a former one. You know, it's like with Drew. I said it, yes. said it two days ago. Mate, he shouldn't be. No, 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 it was wrong. They're going to push almost, um, or osmosis, or whatever his bloody name is. Don't do it through Lashley. Please, you've just brought Lashley back. Former world champion, no. Lashley deserves better. You know, Lashley deserved to be in that main event spot on night two of WrestleMania because that might have helped the match go just a bit longer, and it might have been just a bit more enjoyable. We'll also bring him back and push him as an opponent for Roman. Exactly. You know, because you've not got any outstanding opponents. I know we're going to, you know, I know on Raw that it was a bit of an anticlimax in that he didn't tell us what his plans are and we've got to wait for SmackDown. All right, yeah, fair enough, tease. I'm not greatly bothered by that. But he ain't going to have exciting plans because there's no one for him to, um, you know, get exciting with. Okay, so match three of the night is probably your favorite match of the night because it's Johnny Knoxville as he defeats Whoa. Sami Zayn. And what I can basically tell you is a live edition of Jackass. Yeah, fair point. R- ridiculous. Utterly, utterly stupid and ridiculous. If I'm a nine-year-old boy, I've... I've got my winky in my hand because I really, really liked it. I'm not a nine-year-old boy, and I don't want to see that. He won. He won in a, a giant plastic mousetrap. That's all you need to know. I, I genuinely feel sorry for Sami Zayn. Get the hell out of there. Go join Samoa Joe in Ring of Honor. Bring back El Generico, and let's have more. I'll sit down more Samoa Joe. Okay, Sami Zayn is my MVP for night two because he did everything in his power to make this to be entertaining. If it wasn't for Sami Zayn, this would not be entertaining whatsoever. He took that stupid bump through the table. You know, I thought about you as soon as I saw the mousetrap table. I was going like, you gotta be pulling your hair out. Oh, mate, look, look at me. Look at me. I had a full head when I started watching it. No, mate, it was, I just thought it was awful. I mean, really awful. But there was as worse, to, there was as bad to come still. Okay, so our next match is the four-way for the uh, women tag team title match. It's Sasha Banks versus the current champions of Carmella and Selena Vega. You had Natty and Shayna Baszler, probably the best tag team out of the four tag teams we have here. The other tag teams, Leah Ripley and Liv Morgan, and they were my pick to win this match, and I was highly disappointed because the winners of this match, Sasha Banks and Naomi. Yeah, and then they follow it up with, um, on Raw, with dissension in the ranks with, um, yeah, not very good at all, considering, as you've already mentioned, some of the quality of the ladies in it. But you put it in with a load of dross, you're going to get dross overall. They couldn't save it. Um, yeah, I agree with you entirely with that. And the fact that they're now teasing the breakup shows their thought process. But I don't like it. But then, what do I know? You know, I was watching this match. I was watching Natalia and Shayna Baszler. And I was going like, you know, if you get behind them, you could have like a female version of the Heart Foundation. Two yep. mega heels that can yep. freaking wrestle. That you could like really get some heat behind. And they don't want to. 
Sean, you're applying common sense. Stop it. Okay, so right now, if I remember back on night two of WrestleMania, I was about ready to go, like, did I really want to stay up and watch the rest of this? Or did <laughs> I want to go do something else and catch this up on, like, Monday morning? But yep. you know what? It's one of the two matches that I wanted to see. It was Edge versus AJ Styles. And like we said before in the news package, great match. And they just basically took a paintbrush and put a mustache on the Mona Lisa because Edge wins by interference from Dayan Priest and we see the formation of the new stable. Yep, yeah, you've summed it up, mate. There's not a lot I can add to that. No, there's not a lot I can add to that. The crowd did not want Damien Priest's involvement and that also showed on Raw. They've gone off Damien Priest, obviously, uh, a huge amount. And I mean, not just because he's ill, I mean, just because... A bit like the heat Cody had in AEW, not wanting to see heat. It was what it was, and it spoiled it. Exactly. Go back and watch this match up to the point you see Damian Priest in this turn it off, and you'll probably have a better impression of this match because it was an excellent wrestling match. Not much high flying. is basically traditional wrestling. And I enjoy Edge being this demonic heel now. I think he's going to have a good run here. I feel like he's going to stay around, especially if he has a stable now. He's going to stay past WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah, I mean, I've got no problem with Edge turning heel because Edge can turn his hand to most things. But, um, yeah, um, it just, it sucked the life out of it and it was a shame. Well, if there was any life in this crowd after that match, the next yeah. match coming up basically finishes off because on night one, we were supposed to have this tag team match with Sheamus and Rich Holland versus The New Day. It gets bumped from night one. And <sighs> really, I feel like the guys should have got a pre-show match because they would have got more time because they only got like four or five minutes. And Sheamus and Rich Holland beat The New Day, the team of Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. <laughs> yeah. We mentioned it in the show a couple of days ago. It should have been on the pre-show on night two. All right, they got they got cut. Fine, they got cut. It happened. Um, no issue with that. It was just yeah, they just didn't give them. Yeah, it, it was like a second kick in the teeth. And um, yeah, for some of the I don't like the new day. Don't get me wrong, but maybe it's to stop Ridge Holland breaking people. Who knows? Um, yeah. They shouldn't have bothered at all, to be fair. I'd sooner, sooner nothing happened rather than four minutes. Okay, up next we have Pat McAfee versus <laughs> Austin Fury. Now, this is a match inside of a match because Pat McAfee defeats Austin Fury in a very good match for what it was. I mean, I enjoyed that part of it. If they would have ended with... with uh, Pat McAfee victorious and walking away, I would have been perfectly happy. But no, because, you know, Vince McMahon wants to have one more WrestleMania moment, and he gets in the ring, he trash talks Pat McAfee, and the match between Vince McMahon and Pat McAfee starts with a low blow from Austin Fury, and we literally see Vince McMahon pin Pat McAfee literally three, four minutes after he won against Austin Fury, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes down, delivers one of the worst stunners for the fact that Vince Van can never take a stunner to save his life. Yeah. And the crowd wants to enjoy this, but I feel like they're going like, this has gone on too long. Can we just go ahead and get to the main event? Because it's Roman versus Brock Lesnar, and we're here for Roman versus Brock Lesnar. You've, not, you've done it again, mate. You've not left me with anything really to add because you summed it up. It was pretty much dog dirt. It's a shame. Vince, I don't know what Vince was thinking wanting to come out of there. He didn't have to come out and wrestle. The use of Stone Cold, yeah, was a bonus, but it wasn't because it ended up, as you say, there, you know, there are numerous historical references to Vince not being able to take a stunner, as you've said, and this was no exception, and it left 
and it's actually being laughed about today. But hey, you know, it led us at least to the main event. And we knew we were nearly done. Okay, so the main event is the biggest main event in WrestleMania history. <laughs> Forget Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. Forget Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan. Forget Muscle Man Randy Savage versus Hulk Hogan. This is the biggest match in WrestleMania history. As Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar for the unified Universal title. As we come out to see, they're going to keep the Universal title apparently. And this match... Lasts about 12 to 15 minutes, and I want to say they went home early because once you see Brock Lesnar put the Kimura onto Roman Reigns, I feel like his shoulder went out, and there was no way for Roman to continue, so he goes to the spear and gets the one, two, three. Yeah, I think I think they did go home early. I, I, I've no doubt about it. The pictures I got, and I think I sent you, of Roman's arm were pretty nasty. Fair play to Roman for carrying on. I'm, uh, you know, tough guy. I'm utmost respect because say the picture I, pictures I've got and sent you, whether he put it back in himself, no matter what, whatever happened, phew, it, the picture I got looked bloody horrible. So therefore, the match was disappointing. Right result for me. We'll see where he moves. Who's next? And I think Cody's going to be next. One of the ones principally next for Roman. Exactly. So coming out of night two, I feel like they had some misfortunes here with some with Roman's injury. It just left me kind of like blah. I was like, I didn't have that much yeah. expectations coming into WrestleMania. I watched WrestleMania night one and I got myself up on a high. So I'm thinking, hey, night two can't be that bad. And it turns out it was pretty well bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And that carried on into Raw. Um, Raw was just awful. And we'll see where they move on. It's always the start of the new season. Um, after WrestleMania, we'll see if they can they can rescue some of it. Obviously, you know, you've had the debut of Veer, um, although I didn't particularly like that because you know it was just an awful raw um and i don't really want you know i've said said my bits about cody and and what have you and uh the elias ezekiel character Ke- kevin owens was the only highlight of raw for me okay i'll counter that segment there just saying that kevin owens was the best thing about my net raw because mvp was literally a mvp as he turns on Bobby Lashley, and he takes almost under his charge, and hopefully MVP can work some magic and make almost entertaining. Wow. Can I have your lottery numbers this week? Because if you think that, I admire your optimism, young Sean. I really, really do. I don't think MVP's, MVP's good, but he ain't that good. Literally, that MVP segment with Bobby Lashley was my favorite moment from this Raw after Mania. I could see that, but... Yeah, all right. Yeah, I can see that. But I just prefer Kevin Owens. But I can see that. I'll accept that. Okay, so for the matches, we had Sasha Banks <laughs> and Naomi. Well, wait, they didn't defend the titles. They gave an opportunity for Liv yeah. Morgan and Leo Ripley to get a title match by beating the champions. And no, they did not <laughs> defeat the champions. And we see more dissension with Liv Morgan and Leo Ripley as I feel like they're going to pull Ripley back and be a solo act maybe going after Bianca Belair yeah possibly yeah I, I... okay the next match we had was The Miz versus Dummit Mysterio <laughs> and The Miz won very quickly if you turn your head you miss this match which I did and I was grateful <laughs> and this led up to the debut of Veer as he comes out and he attacks the Mysterio. Yes. And you know what? Ray Mysterio might be the best opponent for this guy for his first match because he can throw Ray around the ring and make it entertaining, I guess. Ray can probably make it entertaining. Yeah, I guess I think you're right. Yeah, someone with experience to help him get going. Yeah. Okay, this must be the quickest return match in the history of return matches 
because we get the NXT title rematch between Bob oh, Sailor and Braun Breaker. Yeah. And I was looking forward to Braun Breaker being on Raw, but not like this. He wins the title back from Dolph Ziggler, and everything we said good about Dolph Ziggler being the gatekeeper of NXT 2.0, like you said, I've applied logic, and they threw it out the window. Well, the thing is as well, one thing to note from this, irrelevant of the stupid booking, the crowd. Normally the crowd are into NXT 2.0 or NXT and know that the, the, the crowd weren't bothered. The crowd weren't bothered at all by this. And whether that's because they'd started to figure out what they were getting for Raw or whether they just didn't know who Bron Breaker was. Not, not great and not a good idea. And if this is the, the way to introduce Bron Breaker to Raw, well, yeah, not for me. Okay, in the worst segment of the night, Queen Selena Vega comes out and blames Carmella for their loss on WrestleMania Night 2. And we get to see the too much p- public affection between Corey Graves and Carmella. I was like, agreeing with Byron Saxon, just get the camera off of those two people. To be honest, I just love Corey Graves. I love Corey Graves. I mean, he's a lucky guy. I give him credit. He's a lucky uh, guy. No, no, no. She's a lucky girl. She's punching. He's gorgeous. Okay. So, the next match we have for you is Austin Fury and the Usos versus RK Bro and Finn Balor. And oh my god, after Austin Fury loses to Pat McAfee, he gets pinned 1 2 3 on night 2 of WrestleMania. 24 hours later, he pins Finn Balor yet again. Finn Balor cannot beat this Austin Fury guy. Yeah, I mean, wasn't it not long, long ago that Finn Balor um, vacated because of injury the unified world title? Am I am I mis- misremembering that? Poor Finn, leave, go to a better company. Okay, so the main event of the WrestleMania Raw, what do you think it'd be, David? It'd be something great, wouldn't it? It's the Street Profits versus Alpha McCabe. <laughs> What do you want me to say? <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, I, I was gobsmacked at this. I know we'd had Roman out and we'd had a little bit of, um, you know, Roman telling us what he, well, telling us very little, um, which I thought was actually quite clever to get viewers on SmackDown. Or well, some viewers on SmackDown, it won't be me. But yeah, and then we got that as a main event. Yeah, I'm not, obviously not bothered at all it had no relevance for me to me it had no relevance to the weekend of wrestling that we watched and i couldn't see the point of this okay so my overall thoughts about this money and i raw after wrestlemania was they were trying to get through this without having any more injuries that they already had they had some key injuries to key people and maybe that affect the lineup on the card but still i wish they would have done a better job to feed off the good will and the good spirit of wrestlemania weekend you've summed everything you've done it again you do it very well you've summed everything up yeah absolutely it was truly i'm gonna just be a little bit stroke truly awful truly dog do but your reasoning for for it being like that is sound but they could have just had you know honestly i i, I thought it was an appalling show really 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 for you know the biggest roar of the year which it traditionally is thought was awful and i hated most of it um with the exception of kevin owens oh ladies and gentlemen this has been your mega review of wrestlemania night 2 the raw after mania by radio free professional wrestling 
We went to wish David a very enjoyable vacation because he is running away from me right now and getting on a plane. I've got recovery from my surgery. I talked about that two, two nights ago when I got all soppy over Sean. And yeah, I'm um, off for some uh, recovery time in a slightly warmer climate than the UK is at the moment. So looking forward to that, but I'll be back in two weeks. And normal service will be resumed because it will also spell the return of the Rock and Roll Wrestling Show on Fenland Youth Radio. And that obviously means the Stunning Sean segment will return as well. So you'll get more of us for the price of your buck. All free, all delightfully um, packaged. And uh, yeah, so not long to go till normality returns, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, but I will be here this coming up Monday for you people with a very stunning special guest host as I have lined up Anessa Barr. She has done some work with Bodyslam.net. She will be joining me for the recap of this coming up week of wrestling and maybe just maybe I might have found me a permanently new co-host because David my ticket to the island did come in the mail. Oh, what to Madeira? It didn't. No. Did it not? No, it didn't. Okay, I sent you a suitcase bag. So all you had to do was turn up in that uh, with uh, with a label, and you got brought up, brought round to Europe to my flight. But all you got to do, Sean, is get into Fun Chow for about four o'clock on Friday, and I'll meet you there. Well, until I see David in a few weeks, and I'll see you guys back here next week on Radio Free Professional Wrestling. Everybody have a stunning rest of your week. Not you, David. Love you, Sean. This is Sergeant Arms of Christina on behalf of the guys. Thanks for listening to today's show. Please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and a review. Until next time, the liberation continues.